Man, ever Sorry. since you finished your doctorate, you sort of just kind of, you know, like... Yes, just, okay. yeah. correct, I've yeah. arrived. All right, I've arrived. <laughs> Welcome to Hallway Conversations. We're a trio of educators who have plenty of questions about teaching and learning and school culture, and we believe in the value of collaboration and reflection as we seek to keep growing as teachers. So this podcast is our place for thinking out loud together about issues in education and why they might matter to Christian educators. Welcome to the conversation. Good afternoon, everybody. Thanks for joining us in the hallway. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Abby. Happy New Year, Dave. Hey, how are you? <laughs> you look so different than when I saw you last year. That's right. Uh, okay, the question on everybody's mind, clearly, at least the question on my mind, Abby, I'm putting you on the spot first. What was your New Year's resolution? I hate New Year's resolutions. <laughs> well, That's the right answer. Yeah. Good to see the chippier, happier I, version of yes, Abby, yes. Abby the Great well, to start well, the year. I don't have any. You don't have, okay, thank you. Thanks yeah. for bearing your soul with us. Sharing that, Dave Molder. So my standing resolution is I'm going to pedal my bike 2,000 miles this year. And yeah. I anticipate trying to do that again this year. Last year, I only, my actual number at the end was 1,649.3, which, I mean, I'm feeling good about that, yeah. but I didn't get near close to my 2,000 miles. So that's, that's my, my big ambitious goal. Um, partly, I just got to lose some weight, you guys. I, I'm finding ever since COVID, I, I sit around a whole lot more, yeah. and I stress eat all the time. Yeah. And it's yeah. just a true story. Okay, inquiring minds need healthier habits. Yeah. Inquiring minds want to know what's your stress food, Dave? My my go-to stress food. Yeah. Um, well, it, it depends. I would okay. say salty snacks is okay. usually a All thing. Right. So often uh, I can easily sit and eat a whole bag of potato chips in one sitting. I tried to lay off the nachos and okay. guacamole. That was my go-to yeah. during during COVID lockdown. I had nachos and guacamole oh. almost every night, mm-hmm. which is not good. Guacamole though, yeah. Oh, and I got this simple guacamole recipe. We should oh, share recipes okay. together. No, but it is just avocados. Okay, oh, something that came with this conversation. Yep. All right, we will put a link to Dave's <laughs> no, guacamole no. recipe in the okay, show notes. I probably will. That's fine. In the show yeah. notes. <laughs> All right. Your your yeah, I think my my New Year's resolution is to I love walking. I'm not a runner. I'm not a biker. I yeah. love playing. I love playing hockey, and I love walking. I could walk forever. So I'd say my New Year's resolution is 200,000 steps a month. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of my 20, 20 days of 10,000. There you go. Um, would be kind of kind of my goal. So it's it's pretty ambitious, especially walking in the winter in Iowa a right. little tougher. Are you guys with so... your numbers and your walking and your biking? This is why I don't want to share Smart goal, smart goal. This is a smart goal, right? No, Specific, yes. measurable. For me, it's the Mediagram 3 thing. I need to be able to quantify it so I can yeah. check it off my list and feel yeah. good about myself. I have yeah. no motivation to do that. But I am not so not that person. Yeah. <laughs> so. Man, ever Sorry. since you finished your doctorate, you sort of just kind of, you know, like... Yes, just, okay. yeah. correct. I've yeah. arrived. All right, I've arrived. <laughs> I told you. I told you. She seems harder to get along with yep. since then. <laughs> High maintenance, folks. High maintenance. All right. Well, Dave, I know you've like in thinking about the yeah. new year. So um, my my yeah. question for you guys is around the idea of newness, and, and maybe this is a, a very broad and rangy question. So whatever, wherever you want to take this today, um, my my wonder is, um, what's going to be new for you in the coming year? Whether that's in your teaching or your personal life, what's what's new? And, and maybe how do we cope with new things is, is something I'm wondering, too. Yeah. 
how do we cope with new things? That's a very that's actually a really interesting yeah. question to think about that. Um, well, can I share a little of my content? Yeah, 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 please. So why does this top of mind for me? I'm going to be teaching a brand new course, and it's not just new to me. It's new to this institution. Like it has never been in the catalog before. It's brand new, and it's a um, educational robotics course. And I'm very excited to teach it. But I'll be honest, I'm also terrified to mm -hmm. teach it because it's going to stretch me. This is just on the cusp of my knowledge and expertise mm -hmm. and skill set. And so is, you're at like the very edge of your ZPD with this? Yes, that's yes. exactly it. Yeah. Right? ZPD yeah. zone proximal development. Yeah. Good Budetsky term, right? I'm <laughs> thinking at Psyker. Mm -hmm. But it is, right? Like I know enough to know what I know and what yeah. I don't know. But the problem is the unknown unknowns, as always, right? right? Like oh, the things right. that I don't know that I don't even know yet. And so I'm excited about that because it has me, it's an opportunity to learn. But I know, um, yeah, I'm going to be learning right along with my students mm -hmm. in some sense, too. Uh -huh. yeah. No, as you were as you were talking about that, um, this semester, three different, three or four different classes. I think I've got, I don't know, probably a total between 80, 90 students. Oh, yeah. And I was looking at the pictures of them. So I was actually literally doing that this morning, kind of who's in my classes. And, yep. and I think I know five, five of them for different, for different yeah. reasons. Like I know, so I know five of the, five of about 90 students that oh, I'm going to yeah. be teaching. And I can go, I go two ways with that. Part of me that I get excited about the potential of those relationships mm -hmm. because, because I know from previous experience how, how I feel about my students at the end of every mm -hmm. semester. Yeah. Like, right? Like, right. there can be literally weeping and gnashing of teeth, saying <laughs> goodbye. It's like, I wish I could teach them another course. And this mm -hmm. is true of grad ed and, and undergrad, undergrad, right? So I, I know for the most part, like, <clears throat> hey, like, I, I can't wait till I know them that mm -hmm. well. And yet I'm sitting here saying, yeah. Am I really gonna weep about these people in, in five <laughs> months and saying goodbye to them? Totally. I was just like, having this conversation with my seniors, right? Yeah, like, yeah. like I said, at I hate the end of the semester. semester. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I hate it in December. I was yes. having this, right? Yeah. Because I'm like, we we work so hard all semester, yeah. like you said, right? Yeah. To to be intentional and to build up these classroom environments yeah. and to get to know our students on these, and then we start all over, yeah. right? And I feel the same way. And so yeah. that newness of how do I like putting in that effort at the beginning of yeah. the semester, right? Yeah. I always feel like you have to be just a little more on your game. Mm -hmm. And there's and and as you say that, Abby, yeah. there's there's no way to get to how you feel, how you no. felt in December without that effort, no, without that, that effort. No. That doesn't happen mm -hmm. unless it's important to you. And it, it's not going to be important to your students unless it is, mm -hmm. it is important to you. You know, one mm -hmm. of the, one of the pleasures I had in December as part of my uh, final assessment, my final exam, I do a, a 15, 20 minute interview with students about sure. kind of a practice interview, give them a chance to articulate their philosophy of education. Um, but it's also a way for me to like to say thanks to them, to affirm them, mm -hmm. to encourage them, and and to think, man, it's amazing how you can get to know people in three or four months mm -hmm. that you didn't, you literally hadn't. They've been walking around this campus for two or three years, and in my mind, I've never seen any of them. Mm -hmm. And and here I am at the end, like just being sad, like sad, mm -hmm. sad and grateful, and all these emotions, and and now again starting over. So as you mm -hmm. say that, Dave, it's yeah. like the trying to be committed to putting in the intentional work of building right. a relationship with my students in January, mm -hmm. and 85 of them whom I don't know, right. I don't recognize. Mm -hmm. It's like, really? Like, you're a senior? I haven't seen you on campus in mm -hmm. my couple of years here, and, and yet knowing 
there's so many blessings that come, not just relationally, but even academics. Mm-hmm. Because of the trust right. in the relationship, right. it allows you to do things in the but classroom. gearing up for that. Newton. Gearing up for yeah. that, which when I'm just coming, when we're just coming out of this semester, where you're like, and this is why the rest is so important, mm-hmm. actually, yeah. to, mm-hmm. to do the good work downtown. we're called to do. Yeah. yeah. So. I'm thinking of our audience here, too, though. Like K-12, K-12 teachers yeah. uh, are... Some of them starting new courses soon, right? Yeah, high secondary. school. Yeah. yeah. Um, for elementary teachers, they're starting new units. They're coming mm-hmm. into this. And sometimes we have new students joining us after. Mm-hmm. So I think that this is all, I hope, germane for you all hearing that too. Um, yeah, I'm thinking through the courses that I'm teaching. I have one course I'm going to teach again this, this fall. Oh, it's so interesting. So the last time I taught it uh, was right the semester when we went into lockdown uh, with, with COVID, right? And the course, ironically, is online teaching and learning. Like that, that's the course, right? Like, and here I am. And so I'm thinking through... The last time I taught it was the first time that I had yeah. taught the course, and I always feel like it takes me three times teaching anything before I have it dialed into where I want it. The first time, I'm just trying to figure out what is this course and how does it work. And then to have the first time I taught it during COVID yeah. lockdown, oh my goodness. Yeah. And so this time, I'm looking at it and thinking about all the broken pieces that I've just tried to like think through, like, should they read these things? How has the world changed yeah. since the last yeah. time I taught this course? Yeah. And, yeah. and so I've been spending some time... Um, over break, just thinking about what does this look like and what should it look like. Yeah. And, and I think that's part of the way I'm coping with the newness for, for that right. one for me because right. it feels very different somehow mm-hmm. teaching at this yeah. time. And I'll just be curious to get to know my students for that class too, many of whom I've taught for other yeah. courses in our master's mm-hmm. program, but not all of them. And, and to say, like, so what do you guys need? Is this mm-hmm. course actually going to mm-hmm. do what I think it does? Is it going to help you? Yeah. What, why do you guys think that that new things or change can be both energizing or for some scary for others like why does it bring about fear anxiety like what Mm. why is new new change potentially hard so hard do you think think? the unknown is yeah how do you how do you guys deal with the the fear of the unknown yeah i have i'm taking on a new role in this well starting to in the spring gearing up for in our department and so i'm thinking about that a little bit um I, as you so lovingly mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, I finished my doctorate degree right? last semester. Ooh. So I'm thinking about new rhythms for mm. myself, what that looks like, mm. what is it, like, am I going to research, you know, what am I going to do with my research now? I feel like I have to do something with it. Mm, um, yeah. how, how how does my role here shift now mm. when I'm mm. out of that grad work? Um, and I think I like to, I like to plan and I yeah. like to have like boxes and I like to have lists. Yeah. <laughs> I like yeah. to have, you know, so I think that's how I cope with the newness. I think yeah, about, I, I, I make schedules, right? Like mm-hmm. this is what I'm going to do. This is the, mm-hmm. I like to write things down. Yeah. So gain like a, a bit of, feel like you can get a bit of control. Right. A little, a little bit of a handle on it, yeah, right? Yeah. That's that's a really interesting question though, Matt. And I'd say for myself too, like most of my strengths, you're all familiar with the strengths yeah. strengths finder, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. most of my strengths are the thinkers, right? Yeah. So learner and input mm-hmm. and intellectual and strategic yeah. thinking. So it's often for me when I'm thinking about something yeah. new, it is thinking mm-hmm. about something right. new. Right, totally. Like, yeah. I need to spend some time yeah. like plotting that out. Like yeah. what is this going to look like? And that's the hardest thing as an educator. We never have enough time right. to do yeah. all the things we want right. to do. And I literally put time in my calendar you're right yeah, yeah. and yeah. to like schedule to some time from right. the person i'm you know yep. I'm filling into <laughs> yeah. yes 
So we yeah. literally schedule the time every week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And one other that I'll mention, so that my other of my top five, all they're all thinkers, and then positivity mm-hmm. is by mm-hmm. by other straight, right? And so yeah. that's I know I always say it here, but we get yeah. to do this too, yeah. and and to lean into that and yeah. and say, okay, like this is something I get to do. It's not mm-hmm. something I have to do, right? It's something I get mm-hmm. to do, yeah. and I know that's a subtlety and it's a mind shift for mm-hmm. for a lot of us, but to to be able to name that and to say specifically, like, okay, so yeah, there's going to be change, and change can be hard. Yeah. But there's also benefits that can come from that. And so what's the opportunity that I have as a result as well? Right. Yeah, I think for me, I just think about when I think about newness, what I guess I keep coming back with phrases, how I'm making a connection with how do we make sure we keep things new, that we make sure that they Mm. don't become like to teach a course. Okay, I've done this three or four times or five or six or eight or ten times. How do I keep this fresh and new? To me, how do I make sure that's true in my own life, even outside of yeah. school? Like, And so for me, it's I just think about this idea of, in my own personal life, this idea of practices, right? Of, mm-hmm. of these formative, formational, ongoing practices that like, I know for me, when, when there's new things and there's so much that seems out of our control, those formational practices root me, right? Like it's like moving to a new place, to a new country a couple of years ago. Everything was new. There was new language, new acronyms, new expectations, all of it. It was, it was, there was a new pandemic at the time. That's right. It's still going. Um, But, but in all the newness of that, what are those other things that, that root me that don't have to change? Whether, um, you know, whether that's around, you know, whether it's around, biking or walking or exercising yeah. or, or devotions what do my mornings look like mm-hmm. like in some ways i'm a person not of routine but i'm very i'm actually very predictable in some of my routines sure um that just gives me it gives me a sense of control but but how about for you how about thinking about again k-12 to teachers who mm-hmm. now are you know like hey i've been teaching grade one or two or grade eight or senior English for eight, 10, 12 years. You, yeah. you guys have all had that where you've oh, taught a course sure. a number of times. How do you keep it new to you? And, and I think this is a real issue. And I'll point the finger at myself yeah. here. So I taught our elementary science methods course. Of course, how do you teach science, right? For yeah. elementary and middle school teachers. I taught the course 22 times, you guys. Yeah. And it evolved over that yeah. time, right? Like it, it definitely was not the same. Like if I look back at my notes from the first time I taught right. the course to the yeah. last time. You still have but, those? I do. Wow. I know. Impressed. I'm that guy. I'm um, okay. <laughs> background. Yeah. Um, but but that that is interesting to yeah. think about that revision yeah. process. And there were a couple times where yeah maybe I taught the course ten times and I got so far into it I'm like okay I'm definitely starting to feel like I've got this course in my back pocket. There's mm-hmm. benefits for that. There's drawbacks mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. Right. Like I never want to completely feel like I've got it in my back yeah. pocket because then I don't think enough about it and then mm-hmm. I, I should probably devote a little more time and attention. So there comes a point where I try to put everything back out on the table and say yeah. what should be in this course, mm-hmm. what shouldn't be in this course, what is still meeting the learning yeah. targets I have for the course, what's not. Yeah. Some of this has just kind of evolved into this comfortable yeah. place for me. And I think growth happens when we get out of those comfort mm-hmm. zones a lot of times. So And I think I think to tailoring it to students. Yeah. A little bit, right? Yeah. Like who's sitting in front of me. Yeah. yeah. Always keeps it new. And being willing to keep asking that question, right. what does this group of students need? Right. And yeah. And how can I tailor this content to what's going on with this group of students, yeah. right? Because right. some of the content can't change, right? Like I have Absolutely. to teach yeah. I have to teach ed psych theory. Yeah. Right. right? The theories don't change. Correct. Right? <laughs> like they are what they are. But how can I 
help them apply it in ways that is unique to their majors and their age levels and and their finding new and interesting ways for students to demonstrate what yes and examples that I use and yeah yeah, stories and no and that and there is and I guess that's I'm thinking of that phrase and I've used it before here this idea of of plan tight and hang loose, right? Mm-hmm. Of, yeah. of being able to hang loose in that to allow, you know, hey, the stories that your students bring to class, right? right? Things that are happening in the mm-hmm. world, things that are happening in our community, and how might they influence our curriculum, how might they influence our pedagogy, and be, be open to that, mm-hmm. and to be open to those things, to say, is there, you know, not what do I necessarily need as a teacher, but what do my students need yeah. um, from from me? And I think even that can keep things new. Um, you know, like we teach who we are, but we also have to teach who they are. And yeah. how do we mm-hmm. how do we meet their needs? Friends, we know that your time is valuable, and we want to thank you for joining us today for another hallway conversation. So whether it is this day, this week, this month, this new school year, uh, we do hope that the Lord gives you what you stand in need of. And as you go into this day and this week, we send you with this blessing. May the road rise up to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face. The rains fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. Thanks for being with us, everyone, and have a good week. This podcast was quite literally dreamed up during one of our actual hallway conversations. Our music is by Ethan Mulder. Hallway Conversations is an independent podcast created and produced by Matt Beamers, Abby DeGroat, and Dave Mulder. Thanks for listening.